Award-winning Tennessee Wildcast is on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, wildlife watching, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. we got a fun show for you today. Welcome back, Mr. Jason Holland. Thank you for having me back. Didn't yeah. know if I was going to work or not. I mean, the first couple ones were, whew. Thanks for uh, putting up with me. Yeah, those were fun shows. Uh, we've talked about qu- uh, quite a bit of stuff, but we're going to jump into a lot more uh, today. Uh, rigging. Uh, yes. This show. Uh, we're going to Tokyo. Uh, we're going to Nico. <laughs> yeah. We're going to all kinds of places. Carolina, Texas. Texas. <laughs> yeah, we're traveling the entire world on this show in the next 30 minutes. Yeah. yeah. So uh, hang tight, hang on. It's going to be a fast show. We're trying to cover a lot. But um, Don King helping me co host. Yeah, yeah. And welcome back, Jason. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you allowing me to come back. Yeah. You bet. Oh. It's going to oh. be fun. Yeah, we're always going to have a good time. And yeah. There's always a million things to cover in fishing. So what have you been up to? Did You were uh, at a sports show recently, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, the fishing expo that they yeah. put on every year over uh, at Wilson County, uh-huh. uh, the municipal center. I think it's the Farm Bureau Center now. Uh, yeah, that place is growing over there. Yeah, that place is awesome. I mean, so we uh, we were over there and uh, set up with uh, some vendors over there and helped them sell some fishing rods and sell uh-huh. some baits. and. Uh, it's always a great time. They, you know, they do it every year. Of course, you know this year was a little bit different. Uh, COVID has uh, affected that as well. So just the overall crowds and the number of vendors were down. But uh, it was really cool. They took some really good precautions. Everybody, of course, everybody had to wear a mask. Sure. Uh, they took everybody's temperature coming in. So That's everybody cool. felt uh, you know relatively safe. We did our social distancing as yeah. as much as you possibly can. But I uh, had a great time. Met a lot of cool people. Uh, saw some new baits, uh, some new stuff that are coming out. Yeah. Saw some old friends. And so that is always a great event. So if you are listening, make sure next year you'll be looking for that event come out because uh, – I mean, you just you always find something. I mean, it's fishing. Yeah. I mean, fishermen yeah. are always buying something. It's always the new bait. It's the shiny <laughs> new toy, the new mouse trap. Yeah. That's just what we do. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah. But it was a lot of fun. I actually, uh, I, I brought something with me that uh, I found that yeah, was uh, you, you pretty cool. You met a cool. new guy. I met a new guy. His name is John Nelson. I want to say John Harris, but I knew that was wrong. John Nelson. Uh, he's out of Lebanon. Uh-huh. Uh, he is a uh, math teacher doing everything virtual. Uh, and... Just kind of talking to him and got his story from Wisconsin, moved here many years ago. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's always been just kind of messing around with baits and decided, hey, I'm going to go get these produced and see what happens. Uh, and, man, I saw them, and I absolutely love them. So it's torrentoutdoors.com uh-huh. is his website. Uh, but this is the one that uh, I really thought, you know, hey, for this show, we'll kind of talk about. Shoot you. you can see that. It's a little four-inch. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's got the rings on the back. Uh, it's got a, a thicker body up here so you can get a hook to stay in there real well. It's kind of got this tail uh, that, you know, as you're not moving, it's still getting moved, you know, still move it from uh-huh. the water. Right. And uh, it's more finesse presentation, but, uh, again, it's uh, for Ned Riggs. Fantastic! If you're doing a, uh, and we're going to talk about it here today. Uh, yeah. Doing a Carolina rig, uh, doing the split shot rig, which is kind of a more finessey Carolina rig. Um, hey, I just want to bring them up, local yeah. guys. So uh, check if you can out. see that. Check them out. Torrent Outdoors. Uh, John Nelson is his name. So hey, you know, I thought I'd bring a little something cool, local. Yeah, uh, that we'd talk about. That's so. neat. And and as far as instruction goes, I you guys have done a, a some video things recently too, yeah. in depth. I mean, camera right up there next to the fingers as you're assembling and and making these these baits happen. So yeah, you know, I think it's going to be if you're listening, make sure you go check those out because yeah. we did. Uh, get in depth and kind of walk through some of the specifics of hey here's how you do it and we'll talk a little bit about that uh, on the show today 
And but again, in the format that we're at, we can't really get too far in the weeds. But sure. uh, on those videos, uh, give you some tips. Yeah, and tricks, you can really so. get some good detail. I learned yeah, a lot watching those. Well, yeah. good. Yeah. I'm just surprised somebody learned something from me. So, <laughs> take what I can get. If I can teach Mr. Don something, then I have succeeded in life. Yeah, you're, you're doing well. No, I mean, we're, we talked about umbrella rigs. We've we've poured our own jig heads. We've talked about how, how to organize your boat. There's more coming. But, yeah, go back and watch those. It's yeah. all kinds yeah. of fun stuff. Absolutely. Stuff. Speaking of umbrella rigs, can we dive into those Let's a little go. bit? Let's right, go. We'll talk yeah. about them. Um, Rigging-wise, so... Everybody's familiar with the uh, umbrella rig, uh, sometimes called the Alabama rig, sometimes called the spreader rig. There's a lot of different names for it. But at the end of the day, it's uh, five wires and uh, got, in Tennessee, three hooks. Yep. Make sure you go out and know your state regulations if you're fishing outside of Tennessee. Uh, Other places you can have five hooks. But in the state, you're allowed to have three three hooks and three hooks only. So uh, in this specific umbrella rig, we actually have uh, these little things called, we call them hitchhikers, uh, but they're basically just a little screw lock, so you can screw uh, a dummy bait. Again, uh-huh. no hook. Screw a torrent on there if you want. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's torrent, you can uh, swim bait, uh, grubs, uh, I mean, anything that's going to give that bait fist action as you slow roll it through the water column, that's really what you want. I recommend you experience with it. Um, experiment. Did I say the word right? Experiment. Experience. Experiment. Experiment. Yeah. There you go. Go out and try something different. Uh, everybody's going to be doing kind of the same thing, putting little small swim baits uh, like the, the missile bait shockwave on there, mm-hmm. which works great. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, try something. Sure. Try something else. See if it works a little bit better, given something they haven't looked at. So, uh, again. That, that rig emulates a, a small school of fish, right? You got it. Yeah. So, this time of year, uh, the bait fish are still small. And this is really the time they want something slow. Uh-huh. And we kind of talked about in the other, the other show, but everything is slowed down. The water's super cold, especially right now. I mean, everything is just slow and uh, really lethargic. So a swim bait is a great time to uh, – great. this is a great time of year to use a swim bait. And in this case, uh, the shad are all schooled up and they're small. An umbrella brig is a fantastic way to mimic that. Yeah. And this one here specifically has little spinners. Um, there's a bunch of different variations out there. Uh-huh. Uh, this one actually is from Fish Terror Baits uh, here locally. So, uh, and if you uh, if you can see it on here, my, they came white, and so I had my uh, my daughter go with some some uh, you know little sharpies, and yeah. uh, she colored it. So it yeah, looks I mean, good. yeah, Emma did a great job with she it. She did. She did a really good job. Yeah. So again, umbrella rigs are a great time. Hook your swim baits, grubs, uh, anything that you want to. Big key this time of year is extremely slow. Uh-huh. Go as slow as you possibly can, and it's not a time to be burning it, going real fast. Yeah. Everything's slow. Uh, great place. Go find bluffs. Uh, more importantly, bluff ends. Whatever the bluff is transitioning down into, uh, chunk rock, pea gravel, whatever the case may be, throw it out. You're not fishing this thing on the bottom. Uh, you're going to fish this anywhere between 8 to 12 feet. Uh-huh. Throw it out, count it down for a few seconds, and then slowly as you possibly can. Uh, reel it in. Uh-huh. So uh, back to one of the last shows. What what type of reel would you need for that? For that slow roll, what's uh, your ratio? S- uh, for me, I'm gonna do a five three to one. Okay. And personally, I don't use braided line. Uh, a lot of people use braided line when they're throwing umbrella rigs, just because it's super strong. Um, I don't like it. My opinion, they hear the fish hear that vibration of mm-hmm. that braided line going through the guides. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just me. Uh, some guys throw it, catch a bunch of fish. Good for them. Yeah. Uh, for, for me, uh, I'm going to put on uh, usually typically 20-pound fluorocarbon line because it sinks super clear and just at 5-3 to 1. And when you think you're going as slow as you can, you're still going too fast. Oh, okay. Uh, there you go. Yeah, so just I, I, it's painful. I get it. But the great thing is when you do get bent on this thing, 
they think it's a live fish, and they absolutely annihilate it. So mm. uh, check that out. Cool. A lot of fun. Awesome. All right. Next thing we we'll talk about is your standard Texas rig. Going to Texas. All right. We told you we're traveling the world today, and we're going to do Texas right now. So uh, I have officially hung all that up. Here we go. So if you can see that, it is just a bullet sinker. Uh-huh. And this, in this specific case, is a straight shank flipping hook. Um, you can use a wide gap hook, which is what most people are familiar with. Again, you can get these at uh, any of the sporting goods stores, uh, your major chains. You know, I got to think about this in the last show that we did. I mentioned Bass Pro. Um, I mentioned Academy Sports and a lot of those. Uh-huh. Uh, and, I, and great, you can go all that places and get stuff. But what I forgot to mention was shop local. Uh-huh. Uh, go go to your local tackle store. I know you like to do that as much as possible. I do. Whenever possible. I, I, it's it's very important to me, uh, and I think a lot of fishermen. Uh, yes, the big box stores are great. Got a lot of options, and I don't, there's nothing wrong with those. I'm not bad-mouthing them by any means, uh-huh. but uh, especially what we've been through and still going through, yeah. uh, shop local. I mean, these guys are... Uh, those local stores are the one that's sponsoring your kids' soccer team. They're the ones that's, uh, you know, putting on these charity tournaments. Yep. And so uh, go shop local, uh, wherever local is to you. Uh, here uh, in Middle Tennessee, there's several locations. But if you can, shop local. Uh, again, not bad-mouthing the big buys, but uh, shop local when yeah. you can. All right, so we're going to talk about this real quick. Pretty simple. It's a bullet weight. I use tungsten opposed to lead. Tungsten's a lot more expensive mm-hmm. than lead. If you're just getting into fishing – Go to the place and, and just buy a pack of uh, typically a quarter ounce. Is it quarter ounce to three eighths ounce? That's going to be your two sizes. One's a little lighter. One's a little bit heavier. Get lead, super cheap. You can get a bunch of them. Um, start there. Mm-hmm. I use tungsten. The only reason I use tungsten is it's uh, it's smaller because it's a more dense material and it just transmits whatever it's touching a little bit better because it's not soft like lead. Okay. But okay, lead worked for you know for many years, many many years before <laughs> tungsten showed up. So uh-huh, it works yeah. fine. Uh, but basically, you just take that slip sinker, slide it on the line, turn around, and, and tie your hook on there. Uh, for me, personally, I like – there's two knots that I tie 99% of the time. Uh, that's going to be the Palomar, and we won't really go into that, but you can go on YouTube and uh, and Google how to tie a Palomar knot. Super simple, uh-huh. extremely strong, works uh, on all different types, mono, fluorocarbon, braided line, copolymers. Uh, it just works. We've got some of those videos on our YouTube page. Hey. Yep. Mike Parsley showing us how to do those. There knots. you go. Shameless plug. Yeah. <laughs> so go, don't go to you. If you go to YouTube, go check us out on YouTube, not right. anywhere else. Exactly. Uh, and then the other one, I, I believe it's called an approved clinch. I'm not really sure. I call it the granddad knot. Only reason I call it the granddad knot is because that's the, the, the knot that my granddad showed me how to tie. And I have tied it my whole life. And it works great. Yeah. Uh, but... Again, go check out YouTube, learn how to tie knots, uh, look for the improved clinch, uh, or maybe there's one called the Granddad Knot. If there's a video called the Granddad Knot, it's going to be the greatest YouTube video of all time. If there's not, we're doing it. If not, we're going to do it right we here. We might have to do that. I yeah. think we should. I think we should do a show on doing nothing but stuff our grandfathers or dad taught us, uh-huh. uh, right or wrong. I think it'd be fun let's anyway. Let's get you some overalls. Yeah, well, listen, I got a pair. Okay. I, listen, I clean up for this show, by the way. Uh, you know, normally, I'd be in like either a hoodie or a pair of Carhartts. I saw you shaved a little bit. I did. I trimmed up the beard. Um, I didn't want to. I'm not going to lie. My wife said, either you trim the beard you're not leaving the house so okay. well, she's the boss so yes ma'am i shaved my beard <laughs> trimmed right. my beard she keeps asking when i'm gonna go clean shave and i'm like have you, have you seen me i mean <laughs> look how great i look with this thing I'm never going back anyway we digress all right so uh simple texas rig and you can turn around and fish any of your soft plastics worms crawls so why does that weight slide oh 
Why do you want that to Great slide point. like that? So the reason why you want this, you want that separation. So, uh, and what that does is once the weight separates from the bait, it gives that bait the opportunity to uh, just to move, uh, okay. more, move freely. Uh-huh. So it's not tight. And ultimately, you're trying to be as natural as you possibly can. And that, that separation, as you're moving along, uh, it gives that uh, opportunity for that bait to be free. The other good thing is when you do catch a fish, shut the hook, that fish comes up jumping, this weight is going to separate from the hook. And what that does is it gives the, uh, it doesn't allow the fish to have the weight to help pivot that hook out of their mouth. So it gets the weight away. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that that fish has in his mouth is just a hook. And so there's nothing that's, you know, given that opportunity right, to yeah. uh, create the ability to, to knock it loose. So, right. okay, cool. Uh, the other thing that you want to talk about real quick is, and we got time, uh, right here. If you can see them or not, I'll put them against a the shirt. Those are just plain old bobber stoppers. Okay. Get them anywhere you want. They're just, they're called bobber stoppers, or sometimes they're called pegs. And you stick your stick your line through the little loop at the top, and then you just thread that little bead on. Ah. So what that does is, in the situation where you don't want the separation, you think, well, why would I not want the separation? So think if you're flipping in uh, bushes or flooded, you know, flooded trees, you want that weight and that hook and bait to stay compact. If not, what happens is that weight will separate get hung up on a limb, oh, yeah. and then you're stuck. Yeah. So if you put that all together, it's a much more compact bait. Um, if you're on, say, Nickajack uh, in the summertime or fall, a lot of thick grass, you want to peg that weight and keep all that compact. and allows you to come in and out of the grass much easier, and it keeps everything real tight. So why wouldn't you want it to, why wouldn't you want to just use a, j- a jig head? Well, you can, uh, but the main thing with this is it's weedless. That's the big thing. Now, uh, jigs have a weed guard on them, uh, and they work good. Uh But when you get into the real thick grass or you're into really heavy timber, uh, you have to work it, and you got to pay a lot more attention. And I don't mean pay attention to the fact of, hey, I'm just, you know, willy-nilly fishing. It's the fact that you have to feel every single branch come over, feel it getting hung up. you got to kind of pop it loose. So you have to mentally work a lot harder. Um, And and that's okay. I mean, sometimes I'll flip a jig. But... If I want something tight, compact, and most importantly, I want it weedless, uh, I'm going to Texas rig it. Put and a that's, stopper on there if you, you need. Got, yeah, if you need to keep the weight on there, uh, put one. You can put two. Uh, it doesn't matter. If uh-huh. I'm punching thick grass with, say, uh, two-ounce tungsten weight, which is a massive amount of weight for bass fishing, mm-hmm. uh, I'll put two pegs, sometimes three pegs. Uh, and there's other options out there. That, uh, my grand taught, my granddad taught me just – Shove a toothpick behind there and you snap it off. <laughs> there you uh, go. It's a great peg. It works <laughs> yeah. great. Uh-huh. Um, now, eventually, it'll fray your line, and I don't recommend it. Technology has helped us. We <laughs> but don't have Grandpa to. will do Yeah, that. But, but Grandpa, <laughs> no. Brent, my God, we're going to put a toothpick in it snap it off. Uh, that'll peg it as well. Uh, so there's a lot of options with that. Uh, another thing that you can do is this is a uh, silicone rubber skirt. So you can put your weight on and then slide your skirt on. And then put your piece of soft plastic. So next thing you know, you kind of got a jig profile. Yeah. Uh, and it's still fully weedless. So cool. right. uh, that's some options. Now we'll talk real quick about uh, some of the baits that I like to use okay. uh, in Texas rig. This is a missile-based D-bomb, and it is a creature-style bait. Of course, it's got a couple appendages and then the uh, the legs that kick. They also make a um, find it here for you. A it's called a baby D-bomb. Same thing. It's just a, a smaller version. Now where that's important, take a highly pressured lake. Uh, for instance, Old Hickory. Mm-hmm. Love Old Hickory. If you go on a weekend. A lot of people. Uh, uh, yeah, there's just a bunch of people. Yeah. Uh, and so fish get conditioned. They've seen a million worms, a million creature baits. And so you got to figure out, all right, how do I 
get their attention when they've seen you know 20 other guys before me on this bank sure uh and really how you do that is you just you go smaller and we talked about in the other show lighter line uh go to a more compact uh smaller bait it'll just get you more bites mm-hmm. so uh, i really cool. like those the d-bombs from missile uh and then also um they make uh called the a quiver 6.5 quiver it's a it's a worm and we'll actually talk about the smaller version on the ned rig but uh missile baits love them all right super soft all right so similar to the texas you have a carolina right carolina rig. Man, we got to keep going you gotta keep we got going we're gonna run out of time all right carolina rig uh carolina rig you start with personally uh i start with an egg sinker now i don't use tungsten i use tungsten for everything else except when i go carolina rigging hmm. reason for it is is again tungsten is extremely hard and so, again, typically, if you're throwing a Carolina rig, it's going to be a harder bottom, rocks, or whatever. If you use lead, the softness of lead actually works in your advantage. So if you get into a situation, you get wedged between two rocks, tungsten, I mean, you're there. You're yeah. going to have to go up and get it. Right. Where if you use lead, because it's more malleable and it's softer, you can pull on it, the, the lead will give, uh-huh. and it'll pop it loose. Okay. Um, great little tip for you. And the great thing is they're super cheap. Yeah. And you're gonna you're gonna lose mm-hmm. you're gonna lose weights Carolina rigging. Uh, so I usually never go smaller than a three quarter ounce, unless I'm super shallow, maybe a half. But you want this bait, you want this weight going across the bottom. You want it stirring up muck. You want it stirring up. You want it making a commotion. And what happens is the fish will come to see what's going on. They're uh-huh. inquisitive and they'll actually just see the weight. And then all of a sudden, come floating behind there, completely <laughs> weightless. Uh, supernatural is your bait. And Carolina rigs will catch them. Nothing else will. Right now, uh, when it's colder, uh, it's a great time, especially on uh, a Dale Hollow or Center Hill Uh with a smallmouth are. Mm -hmm. Uh, My recommendation is throw a three-quarter ounce to one ounce weight, get you a long leader. When I say a long leader, everybody's version of long is different. In mine, that's anywhere between four to six foot long. Really? Most people are like 18 inches to 24 inches. No, you, you want to get that distance as far as you can. You got their attention. They come to investigate, and you want that bait just to come slowly creeping along. Uh, when it's cold, go to uh, a worm style, you know, some type of worm with no action. Uh, my personal, what I use a lot is uh, missile baits. The Ned, uh, this is the Ned bomb. It's actually a Ned rig bait, but it's fantastic for that. Very little action. It's small, compact. So, okay. Um, all right. So let's talk about it. You tie your egg sinker on. All right. Pretty straightforward. Then, next thing you want to do is put something, because you're going to put a swivel on this. Right. So you want something that is going to come between your weight and your swivel. And it's not to keep the weight in the swivel from touching. It's to keep that weight from banging against the knot that you tie on the swivel. So you want to protect that knot as much as you can. Because remember, you're dragging that weight and that swivel through all kinds of nastiness. Yeah. So, um, beads. Little, little bead. Always uh, red? I Again, we talked okay. about. I, I'm a red fan. Yeah. Uh, again, I want the, something they can key on. Sure. Uh, you can use uh, red, black. A lot of guys will use clear. That's got a little bit of flash to it. Uh, one tip I will give you: uh, don't use glass beads. Okay. A lot of people say, "Hey, I want glass because you got the weight in that bead and it's got this little knock to it," yeah. which is true. Uh-huh. But the problem is, is that glass will chip, and what happens all of a sudden now you've got a sharp edge around your line. So yep. uh, I go to Hobby Lobby or Michaels or whatever and pick up these beads. Uh, for about five bucks, you'll pick up all the beads you need till so the day you die. You're bedazzling your uh, your reel. And well, your, yeah, your why not? I mean, I want it to look good. I mean, I don't want to be fashionable on the outside. I want to be fashionable under the water. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we bedazzle it. That's a great idea. We should come up with a bait, the There's... bedazzler for Carolina rigs. You're welcome. Yeah, thank all you right. for that. All right. Uh, you got weight, bead, swivel. Mm-hmm. 
take your leader, whatever you want it to do, and then just tie your hook on, use a Palomar knot, put whatever bait you want to put on there. Similar hook that what you use for Texas? Uh, you'll use an off uh, a wide gap or an offset hook. Let me show you real quick. We got time. Well, no, I won't because I don't have them up here. But that's all right. Uh, just a wide gap hook. You'll okay. see it, it when you go. The that's ninety nine percent of what everybody throws is a wide gap. It's just you'll see it. It's the shank comes down, then makes a hard ninety degrees, and it's got a little little piece where the bait right. sits. Yeah. You've seen those. Yeah. Uh, that's how you use it. Uh, you can use a straight shank. Straight shanks are typically designed for flipping. Uh, you know, when you're you're pip- pitching or flipping in, in something uh, more compact, sure, uh, tight environment. Uh, an offset will work too, but. Um, on that, I go with an uh, extra wide gap offset hook. If you're throwing a worm, there is a worm hook, same bend in it. It just doesn't have the big gap. That's a whole other conversation, but right. um, we'll talk about that at another time. All right. So we're going to talk real quick. Now we're going to Tokyo. That's what I was wondering. Where are we we're, going next? We're going to Tokyo. So uh, this is what's called a <laughs> Tokyo rig. Uh, VMC makes it. Uh, it's just another version, uh, another another mousetrap to the Texas rig. Okay. So... What you've got here is, and again, you can go to YouTube and check them out, but you've got a, a rig with a hook. This is actually the fip, flipping version. Uh, they have a uh, wide gap hook you know, it's for what you're trying to do. This is, just happens to be the flipping version. But it's got a swivel right here. Okay. And then it's got this crazy-looking bar at the end. Yep. So what the whole concept is is to give them a different presentation, a different look. They've seen Texas rigs for 50 years. So uh, in this scenario, all that you do is you take your weight, and I'll use a bigger weight just to show up better. I'm not necessarily going to use a one-ounce weight on a Tokyo rig. But uh, all that you do is you, you stick the, the long uh, uh-huh. little piece of metal there, and then you bend it. And then what happens is that weight stays below and so think about this as you're dragging it yeah again it's kind of like a almost like a, a really condensed version of a carolina rig and so it, it compacts your weights down here and then as you drag that as you hop that as you flip that you've got your bait up above the weight wow i uh, would i would not have done that yeah that's cool yeah i learned it, something today it, it's really cool you can actually go check out some videos they got some really good information about them but uh it's come around i guess 18 months ago or so hmm. and and it's everywhere. So what's the size weight you would use? Not what you got, but what? Uh, really, dep- it depends on what you're doing. Okay. Uh, if you're shallow, uh, you know, personally, I wouldn't go much less than probably 5 sixteenths, Because, again, you want you want that pulling it down. I mean, mm-hmm. you want enough weight yeah. that uh, it's as you drag that, again, it's doing the same thing kind of like Carolina rig. And the other good thing is that thing's, again, free-flowing. Yep. Uh-huh. And that so swivel. Yeah. Yeah, as they bite it, again, the weight separates. you got to swivel. And so they they can't get any leverage to throw the hook. So check out the Tokyo rig, really cool. Uh, on that same type of thing, I use the uh, missile D bombs, okay, uh, or uh, the quiver, uh, and those are absolutely fantastic. Or another torn. one you can use, torn outdoors. Um, this is the four inch version. They make a six and a half as well, uh, which is probably going to be a little bit more fitting mm-hmm. that longer bait for that style uh, okay. on the Tokyo rig. We're moving. All We're right. going to talk about Nico. Nico. All right. So Nico is, it's been around a couple of years, but basically if you're familiar with the wacky rig, all a wacky rig is is you take a stick worm and you hook it right in the middle and it just dangles. Yeah, mm-hmm. both sides just kind of hanging out. You got it. Uh, same concept, but you actually, uh, instead of being weightless, you actually take a Nico weight okay. and you stick in the head of that bait. And so what happens is you've got this kind of wacky uh movement uh-huh. but now you have one side that's weighted and so when it falls it actually falls 
head down. Okay. And so you got the head down and you got this tail that's just, uh, you know. Wacky. Kinda, yeah, wacky. <laughs> yeah, wacky it is tail. free-flowing uh-huh. wacky. So you still hook it through the middle. Still hook it through the middle. Here's a version the of, a, of a Nico hook. Um, I personally, uh, more times than not, I find myself using the weedless version. Okay. Uh, you, ideally, you want to throw it without the uh, – the weed guard on it. it just allows you to get better hookups you know better hook penetration and get you don't have anything in the way uh again i fish areas that it's kind of tough to do that mm-hmm. uh especially you know let's say a, a, an old hickory or kentucky lake or anything that's got more uh more structure in the water right i feel i probably could get away with it i just feel more comfortable with a weedless version but uh you don't have to have that okay. but you wacky rig it and then now here's the key so uh instead of on a wacky rig Instead of hooking, let me pull this out of here real quick. Instead of hooking it through the middle, and you get this kind of uh, right. action like this, and you got your hook that runs like this. Right. If you can see that, you like that hand motion? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. It's professional right there. <laughs> Just that's the professional move. Yeah. Uh, all you do is you actually hook it, and the hook is going along oh, the length of the body, parallel okay. to the body. You yeah. got it. Yeah. There, there's a better word, parallel to the body. Yeah. There you go. And so again, this is going to fall down like this, and your hook's going to be here in this tail. Is just going to move. And what's really great is, especially if, uh, what do I do with them? Here. Uh, Missile makes one. And theirs actually has part of that uh, weight sticking out of the bait. Mm. So think about this. Normally, you could take like a uh, finishing nail and just stick a finishing nail to give that weight and it's uh, flat. Oh, yeah. But say you're fishing Percy Preece or you're fishing Dale Hollow or Center Hill or any of those where you've got rock. Now you've got the weight actually exposed. And so that as that hops along the rocks... Get a little thump action, mm. right? Again, we all know that's why we put rattles and jigs. Uh, sure, just draw some attention. You got it. The yeah. sound attractor. So, uh, you know, I, I use missile bait ones. Uh, VMC makes some. A lot of people make them with the um, the weight exposed at the head. I like that. Maybe it's just me, but why not? If, if I can add sound to it and add an extra layer of attracting, why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's the uh, the Nico again. There's a lot of different ways that you can rig that, uh, different things that you can use. So do a little research, but uh, the Nico is a fantastic. Well, that's neato. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> All right, what's next? we got a few more minutes. we got a few more minutes. All right, so we're going to talk about a couple of ways that you can um, basically add a little bit more flash than uh, you normally would get, let's just say, to your Texas rig. So we talked a little bit on uh, the Texas rig. Did we talk about putting a bead on your Texas rig? Uh, don't remember. I don't think that we did. Uh-oh. We're out of time. Oh, <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, your red bead uh, that you put on your Carolina rig, put the red bead on um, your Texas. Texas rig. Okay. Another option. Uh, the other option you can do is on your soft plastics on your Texas rig, go get little plastic rattles. Shove that in the, huh. in the soft plastic. Hmm. Again, now we're adding sound to the whole deal. We talked a little bit about adding the, uh, the skirt, so that gives you that option. We talked about... Um, the stopper. Stopper. Another great option. Highly recommend just go experiment. Uh, exper- God, I can't say experiment. experiment. Go experiment. Take what you know, add something to it. Who knows? Maybe you find that one key thing that works for that day. Uh, don't be locked in. Let your mind flow. It don't matter. Just put different colors on. Yeah. Hey, take fingernail polish. There you go. Get, oh, get, okay. get a red fingernail polish. I got polish. a lot of that laying around. Well, I mean, if you got daughters or wives, <laughs> maybe you do. I mean, maybe Jason does on his own. I don't know. I'm not asking. Ooh. But uh, take fingernail polish, uh, and you can you can put different colors on your base. Mm. Don't get locked into just doing it one way. Go experiment. 
and uh, have fun fishing. Cool. That's a lot of information packed full here. This show has been awesome. We'll have to elaborate more on some of this in the next show. We'll have you back. I promise. All right. Well, I mean, it's working out. Three for three. So we're getting there. (laughs) Hey, make sure you check out Jason Holland Fishing on uh, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all the social media stuff. Awesome. It's my ugly face, but I mean, you get by with it. (laughs) And Torrent Baits out of Lebanon, right? Yes, out of Lebanon. Check them out. Check them out. Facebook, and uh, they also have a website that they just got up and going. So. All right. All right. And don't forget, Missile Baits, my favorite. All right. Buy local. Bye, local. Well, that's going to do it. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, Don. You bet. Thank you guys for watching and tuning in and listening. We'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Stay connected with TWRA by visiting our website at tnwildlife.org. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.